Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. It is episode 62. 60, 62. Is that 62. true? That is true. That's the truth. I wonder if we'll make it to the magic number. But what's the magic number? I don't know. Pervert. 64. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. We're going pervert on this. Yeah, so, I got it now. Yeah, 65. like if me thinks he does protest too much, what's the magic number? I don't know. Um, so my name is Mike, also known as, as Dad and Buried, if you're on the internet. And this is my co-host, Pete, who is yeah. barely on the internet at all. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm was recently voted um, the top five podcasters in my household. Wow. So, yeah, just says, or your sister, your daughter does have a good uh, ballet podcast. Yeah. And my just I narrowly lost out to my son, my five year old son, who um, just threw a tantrum. And uh, yeah, so I got number five. But listen, I'm I'll take it. Um, obviously, my wife was the I'm governing proud. body on this one. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're ranking podcasters. I think we're just ranking people at this point. Yep. Yeah, I think um, uh, that sounds about right. So it's funny that you mentioned a tantrum because we had a bit of a uh, of an explosion tonight that we're going to get into. It was um, during the bedtime routine. Ah, yes. Um, but what's funny, and this is one of the reasons this topic came up, is I had a couple of people. Actually, Nate, our producer, suggested something like, what's your least favorite parenting, like your small pass that you try to pawn off on your spouse. Do you remember he suggested it a few yeah. weeks ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then someone messaged me, and a couple of people have messaged me through the, through the years um, about some of the minutia that they hate. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because in the past, like we did that episode about like big chores or big parts we hate, and one of them would definitely be bedtime. But lately, there is, there's like little dis- discrete units of bedtime right that and some of them are worse than others and we're gonna i'm gonna break down we're gonna break down the discrete units of what you hate <laughs> it's the science by putting your scientific kids yeah, yeah exactly um but there's everything and then somebody put it really well um that there is like there are no tiny tasks everything is a long drawn out wrestling match or shit show or something and that's true stuff that should take a second that you take for granted as something oh, you do yeah. like putting your shoes on uh-huh. it can take an hour um and it sucks. So just saying, like, getting dressed is different than being, like, putting shoes on or getting them to tie their shoelaces. And that's what we're going to get into tonight. We're going to break down um, the tiny bits and pieces of life or parenting that make parenting so miserable. Mm. It cannot fun. wait to get into this. this, <laughs> yeah, what, people, see, this is, what people respond to is the joy that I take and that you <laughs> take in hating this stuff, right? Exactly. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do it then. Well, before we do it, Pete, okay. I want to thank some of the people that have helped us get over the 200 review hump. Yes. Forgot last week and kind of did an impromptu um, recorder show at the very end when Mama yeah. Jerry threw my recorder in. I have my recorder <laughs> this time. Um, and I may assault some of you a little bit later with it. Um, I have not done any practice since last week because okay. what's the point of practicing? Even the best sounding recorder in the world still sounds horrible. Did I think we talked about, I think we talked about, I think we said when the recorder was invented is in direct correlation with the Black Plague and the, the Black yep. Death when it ripped through our entire... Well, the Pied Piper played the recorder and the kids followed him out to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the intent was. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah. today I was, I was actually, I, I, my, my son came down after I like found the recorder again and played it for a minute. Um, my son came down and was like, that is the sound of hell. 
<laughs> Even he knows. And he spelled yeah. it H-E-L-L, which was... Well, that's good. I don't know why he did that. There was no one else in the room, but but he and I. You still obviously know and said the word, so I don't know what you're protecting or who yeah. you're trying to protect. Anyway, we do want to acknowledge the people that help make this show possible with their reviews. Again, we're up to 204 on Apple. We always need more. Wow. We get to 250 or 300, we'll come up with some other stupid thing to do that nobody will like, like play the recorder on air. Right. We're going to do a little bit later. Um, and there are a bunch of people that give us money through Anchor and um, Patreon. I'm going to run through the names, almost like Micro Machine style. Remember that guy? I like it. Yeah. Let's see how quickly I can do their I'll names, go, okay? Yeah. Ryan Miller, MS Bayan, check your kids at the door. Chris Coleman, MC Dana, Mallory McKenzie, Miriam, Tina Davis, Lindsay Woodruff, Andrew Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill Domingo, Dana Bozday, Jacques Govar, Morning Glow, Cotton Farmer, AZ, West Clark, Jennifer Wynn, Julie McCarthy, Paula Polsky, Mary Williams, Julie Burton. Did it. You nailed it. If I didn't it. have to page down, it would have been faster. You've all heard your names before. We thank you very much. If you, you slow thank that you. down, you know what? I'm, <laughs> when it comes out, I'm going to slow it down two times and see if it's if it's understandable that way. And maybe your voice will get even that much sexier. My oh, friend, that's impossible. For a win. My yeah. brother, let me say, and part of the impetus for me doing the Micro Machine thing was my brother the other day. I asked him... Um, what he thought of the podcast, like recently. Where, he you ask him me. where your micro machines were and what he, the hell? <laughs> he messaged me and, and said, because I mentioned him last week, um, he messaged me about the reference. And immediately after these are done being recorded, I forget every single thing that I said. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't know what I said about him. I hope it wasn't too bad. And then he said that my face was too close to the camera because last week I was in my bedroom. Um, was Mom and Bird was out here watching Little Fires Everywhere. Um and then he said that the uh, the intro was where we list everybody's names was too long. So in your face, Rob, not too long tonight. How about that? <laughs> there you go. You showed him, Mike. You, you know what's him. funny? You know what's not on that list? His name. Oh, Rob. What's up, Hurtful. dude? Hurtful. Yeah. Or my parents' names or your parents' names. You know what? Why don't we? Why don't? Why doesn't Rob sell some of his micro machines that he's <laughs> that he, he stole, stole from, from me? You? And get that on eBay, and then then start Patreoning us. We that's should a, we should that, do. I know that you you in the past you have talked about wanting to do an episode about what we were like as kids. Um, yeah. And maybe maybe I can get some of Rob's input on that. Okay. And you can get some of your siblings' input. We can do <clears> one of those. Yeah. No, we don't. I don't communicate with my siblings anymore. <laughs> no, it's probably so. a good idea. You know, avoid problems like this. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, when we get back, we're gonna talk. We're not gonna talk about why um, our brothers are ungrateful and rude and don't support us in our lifelong dreams of parenting podcast um we're going to talk about the tiny little discrete units of parenting chores that suck the most shit mm, cannot wait everybody needs this right now see you everybody. right after this everybody we are back with um i think this should be the title it's really catchy the discrete units of p parental chores that suck the most shit perfect what an amazing title i mean honestly mike i don't know if we want to do that much of a clickbaity title you know what the people, title is people could be gonna, jamming on that i'm gonna tell you right now people don't know that you write the titles and the little blurb every week yeah. um on the podcast listing services the title for this should be sweating the small stuff okay oh, mike you know That's what goddamn grand slam i'll run it through the 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 committee and we'll oh, see yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got a little committee 
So Nate, we'll you better back me on this one. That's <laughs> yeah, our whole commitment. Exactly. So we did want to talk about this, the tiny little bits of stuff that really make parenting miserable. Um, yep. And what's funny is, so tonight, over the past few days, actually, we've been having bedtime issues. Um, and why I think the, the, the tiny bit thing is relevant is that it's not the whole thing. It's not even some of the worst parts that we're going to get into, teeth brushing. It's not that. Um, it's not really even getting dressed. It's not going to their rooms. Um, it's playing in bed. My toddler can't not have Legos. Um, my older kid can't not read, but we've been letting them sleep. Oh, what, an, what a day. Yeah, I know. God, we've been letting them sleep. I keep telling you, stop reading them books. He uses a Kindle son. and he listens to music on the Kindle. And we've on his headphones, and we've been letting him share. We've been letting them share the bed during quarantine. The two brothers. Share we have a, a pullout a sofa bed. bed. You? No, 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 they're bed together. Rather oh. than sleep in their own separate beds in the same oh, yeah. bedroom, we're letting them sleep in the same bigger bed. You know what? Good, good idea. Because why make it easier on yourselves when you can make it ten times harder by putting two kids in the same bed together? Yes, I like so your style, been, Mike. It had been I'm starting to get for, the whole concept behind Dad and Buried. You're just like self-perpetuating well. hell. Okay. It, it had been going pretty well. Um, well, you know what? This is the whole thing. We tried to do something nice for our kids. I know, and it backfired. And it backfired on us. Time. Um, yep. And then what happens is everything becomes not nice for everybody because they violate whatever we've given them, and they ruin it, and we scream at them, and then they're crying, and they scream back, and then it's like, fuck everybody. Yeah. That's what happened tonight. Um, they weren't going to sleep. They were they were playing around. One of them was playing Legos. The other one, I don't know what he was doing. My toddler only communicates in screams right now. So no matter what's happening, he's just screaming like somebody's dying. Um, and it's odds are he like couldn't find one of his Lego pieces. And it's just like 90% of the bedtime routine has been going great lately. It's not been a struggle. The struggle is they refuse to actually shut their eyes. They don't even come up. They're just down there like wrestling and making noise. Again, they should be in the right. same bed, Pete. You're right. <laughs> yeah. We had to separate them tonight. We had to separate them tonight. Shit, shit went south real fast. I said, daddy's got his podcast. Yeah. They didn't care. You no. know why? They don't no. care about anything. No, no. That's, you know what? I've learned not to use the P word in the house. You just Do avoid you know it. in a couple of years or even probably next year, Detective Munch is going to, Speaking about weaponizing, he's going to use that word <laughs> yeah. to humiliate me so often. <laughs> yes, yes, I do know. <laughs> How's the podcast? I do, yeah, I do know. Yeah, trust me, I'm. I'm, I'm already, looking forward I'm getting, to it. I'm getting, I'm getting heat left, right, and center. As I said, top five podcasters in this household is my current rank. You so, know what? Uh, Jokes on all these kids when we make that one of our most popular episodes. Ah, good when point. our kids mocked us for having a podcast. Well. I wish I could share the same, but unfortunately here at Shea Pete, it's uh, Paradise Cove. Is yeah, it is it? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to be confused with Cabot Cove um, from Murder, I think She Paradise Wrote. Cove was so. from like a, um, a reality uh, dating show or something. Well, um, it's nothing like a reality dating show here. It's just I more just people really enjoying their dad. Um, oh. and yeah, really, really just sending love my way. Listen, I love education. I love learning and I've learned so yeah. much about all the different things that I can do better to make everyone else's life so much better. Um, and that's what you're clubs. learning. So, yeah, so it's not right. your kids that are learning from remote classroom or no, whatever. It's you no, no, no. learning 
how of you all need to the, improve yourself. All the different things that I'm doing that are just so dumb um, every day. So I'm. You it's really, it's a learning experience and it's a growing experience. And as you know, Mike, I love, love growing. We know you so, do. Yeah. Speaking of growing, my dad bot. I've been giving dad bot updates every week. It's not going anywhere, folks. Yeah. Okay. Good. It good. is going to outlast the coronavirus. Is it coming into its prime? Dad bod prime. I've been trying not to look at it. <laughs> okay, good. I don't want to yeah. know. How about that? Yeah. You know, we're yeah. on a need to know basis. I don't need to know at this point. I'm trying to survive. All right. I'm trying to survive quarantine. All right. Well, let's get into these uh, these beautiful little little moments. So, yeah. are, are you are, with your bedtime situation? Are you? Is it just? It's literally just having them go to sleep. Is that what the? Yeah. No. It's like they don't. We're fine with brushing, getting them to brush their teeth. They're getting yeah, yeah. the PJs. We're bringing them downstairs. Just going it's to just, sleep. Yes, it's just going to sleep. Um, and then again, like I said, they're not even coming up, which is one of the big problems. Um, but it's just like I think part of it's because they're cooped up inside. They're not maybe not burning yeah. as much energy as they might be at school or with recess and stuff. Um, it's been it's been rainy the past couple of days, so some of it is obviously on us, but a lot of it is on how horrible they are as human yeah. beings. To be yeah. honest. Um, so I did ask, what are the really small bits and pieces of parenting that you hate and that you, the tasks that you try to pawn off on your spouse, mm -hmm. um, or your partner. And I got a lot of responses. A couple of them, um, were just general bitching. Like mimosas with moms has a great podcast says she hates bath time. I hate bath time too, but there are little discreet units of bath time that are worse. And we're <laughs> some of those okay. don't bite your friend said I hated bathing my kids. Thankful they're sh thankful they're old enough to shower on their own. Do all your kids shower? What about yeah. your uh, your youngest? Everybody, everybody is Showers able by to himself. Do. Yeah, and what I do is when he's like, "Hey, can you turn the shower on?" I'm like, "Oh, really? You need my help? Okay, fine." And he's like, "No, no, 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 no," because I'm like, "Oh, because oh, I yeah, thought yeah. like a big oh, big kid could do." It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, never mind. I got it. And he's like, "No, no, no, no. I I totally remember now." See, you're like, a master. You're a master. You you I'm just learning. Get in there. Now. You get in there. You get in there. And you make those little like <laughs> yeah, little mix. psychologically. Yeah. And you just you just mix around, mix it up. K yeah. KL eighty eight fifty seven said homework. Um a bunch of people said homework. Ali Ta said doing homework is the absolute worst. Again, I agree, but are there specific bits and pieces of the homework process that are worse? It's a little bit harder to break homework up unless you're going no, by subject. Well, I it's now that I I have a roommate now of an office mate, which is my middle daughter uh, during the wow, day. Yes. So she, I work and she does her schoolwork in the same room as me. And um, it's, it's like homework, but it's much, much worse because yes. uh, it's all, for me, it's about the concentration. So she'll just get so easily distracted. You know, I'll be like, hey, just, you know how to do this, like this maths, you know, she knows how to mm -hmm. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just bang it out. You know, and then I'll sit with her and she'll just be like, oh, no, that's, you know, X, Y, and Z. And she'll just bang it out. And I'm like, oh, you got it. And I'll get up and I'll sit down. And then 20 minutes later, she'll be just looking at her pencil tip. You know, oh just like God. any, just doing that. And I'm like, hey, yeah. did you finish that? I'm having, I'm getting stuck. I'll go over, sit down, and she'll bang out the next question just without even like thinking about it. I'm like, okay, so what she am I doing attention. here? I'm, yeah, but I'm, she's screaming out for you, Pete. I know, but that's the problem. I don't want her to. <laughs> I, I need her to quiet down. Yeah, to. no. I'm working. Yeah. Um, so another big one um, that we've talked about in the past is Annie T44 says, potty training is my nightmare. 
only one more kid to go. Now, I'm still potty training the hammer. He's almost done, um, but he has the occasional setback with number two. Um, every once in a while, I'll quiz him. I'll be like, all right, you know, what's number one? What's number one? And he'll be like, or I'll ask him what he has to go, and he'll say one or two. And I'll go, what's number one? And he'll go, pee. What's number two? Two. And then he said, I want to go number three. And I said, what's that? And he said, pooping out hot dogs. Ah, well, right? Interesting. Well, you know, he went straight to college, basically. <laughs> he just skipped everything and just went so, right to so college. So, again, potty time, potty, potty training sucks as a whole. But let's break it down, Pete. All right? All right we broke it. it down. My, my listeners, our listeners, my followers on Instagram broke it down. Um, and one of the two main parts was taking out the, the diaper pail. We call it a diaper genie. That's the brand we have. Pulling out the bag, tying it up. You can cut it with a little yep. piece of like a cutter inside it. Um, I think I've said this before. I'm never more terrified in my life than when I'm like carrying that out the hallway to bring it outside of the trash. My old apartment, when I lived in Raleigh briefly, we had like, you could walk down four flights. You could go the whole length of the big apartment complex hallway and drop it in the garbage chute. Just absolutely terrified that that thing is going to burst and spill Wait, everywhere. You would drop it? You would drop like, because that thing weighs like 10 pounds full of just excrement and feces like drop it down like a, a well, it depends on explode to explode in the down in the downstairs well, you know what, you know what? that sounds like a yp not an mp oh. yeah you know what you're empathetic that's what you are <laughs> you love too much um so so a bunch of people said that the emptying the diaper genie was a huge pain um but the biggest small piece of the process although i don't know that i would call it a small piece is uh, wiping butts. Yeah. The wiping the butt part. So a lot of it is training the kid to know when he has to go, not hiding behind a curtain when he has to go, right. not peeing his pants overnight, um, that kind of thing. But the, the really the part that sucks the worst is even when they're like halfway trained, somebody said this, half an acre said, uh, I hate being summoned to the toilet to wipe an ass when I'm enjoying my first cup of coffee. Yeah, yes. They don't go together. That is... Yeah, those two Ryan Such, uh, S-U-T-C-H, says he hates wiping asses, especially once they're old enough to do everything else themselves, right? So they'll, like, go to the bathroom. They know the sign, pull down the pants, get on the potty, do it, and then they, they still need you to finish the job for them. So I've uh, got the five-year-old, and he's pretty good. Every once in a while, he'll, he'll say, Dad, can you wipe me? And I'll say, did you wipe first? Uh-huh. So I'll go Steve, in. How you doing, I'll son? go in for for cleanup duty. You know what I mean? If I need to, because literally, you know, yeah, basically. But you know, and then he's like, "Oh, okay." Sometimes I think he's just kind of throwing it out there because he's got like, he's like his dad. He's extremely lazy and has uh, just wants someone else to wipe his ass, just like his dad. It must be so, nice to see that reflected in your yeah. Son. It is your it worst is. qualities. Exactly. <laughs> Boyerstein says, obviously wiping butts is the worst. My toddler still uses a little potty, so I also have to dump the poop. Now that is, I'd say that's the worst. That is really, really the just awful. Poop. It's just once they figured out how to like poop on the potty and then you're actually just transferring human waste from one receptacle into the toilet. It's yeah, that's I mean, gross. That's not good. Cool. You know, you're you just made it so much more visceral. I <laughs> know. Well, that's that's because that's what it is. It is all about the visceral. This is what this nuance hey, well, episode is about. Get too visceral. Yeah. The smell that you get when you open up the diaper genie just to like seal it up or throw something in there. It's like it's like getting punched in the face. Yeah. By the Hulk. Okay. 
It's disgusting. You don't know what I'm talking about? I, I do. Next time you come over. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, step yeah. on the pedal for you. You get a little pop. It's Thanks. A, yeah. It's, it's yeah. the worst. Yeah. Um, and here's another funny little discreet unit that I agree with 100%. JRC412 says, taking them to the bathroom when you're at a restaurant. Oh, my God. The worst. JRC, why did you have to bring that up? I've now I've got a PTSD from that. Just don't touch anything. And of course, no. if the restaurant is like no good, like if it's like a oh really, if you're if you're at a restaurant where you know you probably shouldn't be using the bathroom to begin with, and your kid like a McDonald's or something, you know whatever, just something where you just know like you're nervous to go into that bathroom as a as a grown adult, right? Yes. Um, and then you got to take your little kid there, and your kid's like, oh, 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 let me oh, just, yeah. or, or the park. Or the park? Have you ever the been park to a park bathroom? Don't do that. Oh my god! Oh, they're like flooded. Oh, <laughs> it's so horrible. That is the worst. So yes, congratulations, JRC four twelve. You have in fact won. What this about when? Episode. Right about when it's like right when the food gets put down in front of you, and you had already previously asked your kid if he had to go, and he said he didn't, and then the food gets put down in front of you, and you're about to dig in, and he's like, "Daddy, I gotta go potty." You're just like, oh, you snap <laughs> the fork over your knee. God, I hate that. So C.W. Bullard. To a round of applause by onlooking guests. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Impressive. C.W. Bullard says uh, he hates the butt wiping. He says freaking wiping another person's ass. He really boils it down. He says, to me, it's way worse than diaper changing. And I obviously I think that's. So when we change my, you used to change your son's diaper, you could like lay him down and yeah. like deal with it that way. Now it's like they're on the toilet and like he's got to bend over for you and you got to like push him down to try to wipe. We're getting into a lot of details. Well, that's that's the point, right? That is the point. The details are the point, Pete. Look at okay. you on theme. So we're sticking around the bathroom because that's where all the magic happens, as he used yeah. to say in MTV Cribs. And um, a bunch of people did complain about teeth brushing. And before we get into that, I want to ask you something, Pete. Do your kids floss? That is a good question. <clears throat> My middle nine-year-old daughter does. Twelve-year-old, nope. And five-year-old. Five-year-old. Who who cares? We're bringing. We go it, to we're the letting... dentist, and, and I mean, I haven't gone to the dentist in a while, thanks to uh, COVID nineteen. Thanks yeah, a lot, thanks. COVID nineteen. Yeah. Um, would like advise from when my kid was like three, like floss, like floss for them. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even floss my own teeth. Did, you would, floss some maniac toddler's teeth? When the dentist said that, were they, did they have their mask on and were they just like trying to like bite their lower lip? It's like, like, watch this. Oh, hey, Cal, I'm, I'm here, come here. I'm going to get this guy to floss his toddler's <laughs> teeth. Watch this. Watch this. Watch. Laugh, yeah. Watch this. Okay. Where's Ashton? Ashton? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I recommend you floss your kid's teeth. Cool. So Queen B HBIC, which I think means stands for Queen B Head Bitch in Charge, I think. Okay. Queen B HBIC, NYRA, NYRA, 3 Amy, and Alexandra Overgaard, who's a frequent commenter, all mentioned the teeth brushing. So did Funky Fee. Um, one of our patrons, um, none of it, nobody mentioned flossing, which I think it lends credence to your theory that it, I, I was being punked. I'm no pretty kids sure really floss. No, but so funky fee was like, you have to brush their teeth several times a day, like twice a day, or you train your kids to, but right. when they're really young and you're training them to do that, she said, it's just endless yelling, getting them to do it. Dana Bose day says 
making them do it. And then they, they inevitably want you to do it for them. And she's like, I stabbed their gums on accident. And I don't know if she meant that it was on accident. First of all, she yeah. should have said by, by accident, accident, right? Yeah, I think right. so. Yeah, no, not I think so. Yes. On accident but is but just, you know what? Just it's the internet. Incorrect. So. Anyway, it's not germane, I guess, to the conversation that we're having. But she said she, she stabs their gums by accident. And then she says also, um, and we're going to get into some laundry stuff, picking up the clothes next to the hamper, which I think my wife would blame on me just as much as on the kids and the random socks everywhere. So I just did a round of laundry, 500 socks that don't have pairs. Right. That don't have partners. Right. And a little off topic, my wife keeps losing uh, underwear. To the point that she like accuses me because I do most of the laundry, accuses me of botching it or like doing something on purpose to hide her underwear. Which there's a lot of there's a lot of like opening the window and just chucking, <laughs> throwing out her, her lots. panties. You know what? What she needs to understand is the underwear that appears underneath the BQE isn't going to get there by itself. Someone that's, has that's to a public service. Someone has to put all these underpants all over the street where we live. Otherwise, how are our kids going to be like, dad, are those underpants on the street? Under- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, it is, son. Yes, you it know, is. It's a part of life. And it's, you know, somebody's, somebody's got to do it. Um, but tonight when I was doing the laundry, I made a point of like noticing that there was some of her underwear in the laundry and then when I folded it all, which is all surrounding me right now, there's none. And I went to her and I'm like, I've got some bad news. <laughs> They're missing again. And I'm not sneaking them. In between. Why would I need to sneak them? Well, first of all, I, I'm noticing your body language is a lot more relaxed <laughs> well, right you now. You know what? Yeah, I'm feeling it's like full Durham. I'm really <laughs> feeling it down there. Anyway, let's get off the panties situation. I just took mine off. I nailed it. Yeah. It wasn't even close yeah. to it wasn't even close to being mailed. But laundry was another big complaint, specifically folding of the laundry um, and yeah. picking up clothes. And Wait, can we socks. before we can we before we move on to laundry? I just need to do one last something that Dana Bosday mentioned about the brushing the teeth that yes. has not been mentioned. Let's not forget just that singular glob of toothpaste that barely made it from the brush. To the oh, mouth, yeah, no. then back to the sink that's just sitting there. And then if, with any luck, it's dried. It's been dried over hours and hours because no one, oh, checked, the, never comes no one, no one checked the bowl before you had to run off to school. This is pre-COVID, of course. But oh, also it's... now it's happening now where you just like someone barely put it in their mouth and then spit it out yeah. and it's just kind of clumped there. That's a wonderful joy. Oh, but don't worry because it's, oh, it, it, when you rub it, oh, it spreads. Oh, yay. It's, so funny it's, spreading should, it's funny you should mention that because they are so bad at brushing their teeth, but you are so eager to stop having to help them that like you wash your hands of it. And yeah. then a couple of weeks later, you realize like you see their teeth or <laughs> you're just like, what? Or, or you send them to go brush their teeth and they're done in like three seconds. You're like, yeah. what are you doing? 30 seconds a quadrant. Right. Right. Two minutes. Like what's a quadrant? You're like, I don't even know. I know. We didn't get to that part in math yet. So it's funny you, should, you mentioned that about a spot of, of toothpaste, which made me think of a comment that I got from um, Sierra Roxanne, who says she hates doing spot treatment on articles of clothing. She just throws her own in there. And I'm like, why are you doing spot treatment on, on kids' clothing? They're going to outgrow it anyway. 
your whole family, Pete, is just going to give it all to me, and I yeah. don't care if there's stains right. on it. We have so we went yeah. through a lot of those this weekend. We have so many of your clothes, hand me downs. But I, I don't think I've ever done unless there's like a particular piece, piece, piece of clothing that I was like really attached to or really liked my kid in. I've never done like oxy clean or whatever on it. Have you? Right. No, no, I haven't. But I'm sure my wife has managed to. I fix couldn't care less stuff. about my kids' clothes at this point. Yeah, the spot treatment. I'm not sure if there's ever something that we would really be into, as you say. Like, there's not there. Uh, the only thing I could think of, but we don't we don't wear any nice clothes. You know, like if we don't go to church, so we don't have like those church. And especially now, and, and you live in Brooklyn, it's just hipster gear. Yeah, ratty stuff. And ratty, now we're just DJs. Exactly. We've we've kind of gone. We keep kind of keep going down the ladder of of acceptable clothing. I saw so, a guy walking around today, by the way, just in in lit, literally like a robe with shorts and flip flops, and I just immediately thought of you. Just oh, thank sort you. of uh, yeah. Just Did you ever see like that Seinfeld where George like he meets a girl and she doesn't care how he dresses, so he just drapes himself in velvet. He's like, why wouldn't I just be comfortable? <laughs> if the person I'm with doesn't care, I am all set, and that's what marriage is all about: there letting yourself go. Um, KT brother says, says she hates mating socks, which we mentioned. I'm convinced my washer and dry and or dryer, one or the other eats socks as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that's a phenomenon that happens. Have you heard of it? Sure. Yeah. That and sell the house. Patronize me. Sure. Patronize me. So I thought this was a funny little one because it's not, not everyone's going to have it, but, uh, ALKRAV5 says she hates getting socks and clothing from upstairs, right? So, like, just like the little bit that you have to do, like, oh, you're down where the laundry machine is. Then you're like, oh, I got to go up and get more to put it in or whatever. Just these little pieces. And kids have so – I cannot believe the amount of clothes my four-year-old has, largely thanks to you. But yeah. just in general, we threw out a whole bunch this weekend or, like, put set up piles for, like, Goodwill or whatever, once you can do that again. And um, it's like we still it's like they multiplied. We still have a million more items of clothing that he's not going to be able to wear tomorrow, let alone in two weeks or two months. No. Can't stand it. I can't stand you. We're on a Seinfeld. You get it? You can't stand you. So this one, I wonder if you've ever dealt with. I got to find the name. But somebody said wiping, <laughs> wiping um, dog shit off of their shoes. Oh, my God. Off the kids' shoes. Oh my God! I've I think I've only had to do that once or twice. Actually, that's really amazing. I think I've only had to do that I once. I was thinking about that. I cannot so, believe that because because we live in the city, and because yeah. if we if we live in a good neighborhood, that the people clean up their dogs' poop with a yeah. What do they call them? What diaper baggies? Something? What are they called? Dog, the poopy dog, doggy bags? bags? Yeah. yeah, dog bags, something like that. So S L Reed S L Reed ninety two was the one who said that cleaning dog shit. She said, "I swear, my kids step in all." the dog shit which is maybe uh, why ours don't yeah Her kids are, <laughs> they've got it they've the got it covered just it one the streets kind of one to the next yeah that's really lame by the way just when you're like even having the opportunity to step in that by not picking up your dog dog shit is gross oh like, yeah that's gross but if she lives in like, the suburbs or something it might be like in a yard or something like that which is just clearly the kids fault yeah the also uh, my kids are true true city kids because they now know, like, you never walk at the base of a tree in the city, ever, <laughs> ever. You never go, there's, like, a, usually a little, like, brick sort of outline yeah, yeah. Kind of at the base. You never even step near that because that's where all the dogs 
And there'll be a sign in there that says yeah. like curb your dog. Well, not even, there. even if there's a sign, but not even like, even if it's just like a base of the street, you just don't even go there. Anything, you know, just the amount of yelling that's had to go in as someone's tried to reach for yeah. like a cool branch or something cool, like a corner. Cool you're branch. just like, yeah. Oh, please. Come on. There are some cool branches. Oh, no, my, my, <laughs> are there? Are there? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. some real cool ones. Um, but yeah, you just got, <laughs> you just got to, you got to keep that yelling up. So that's why I've only done two, two, two poop wiping incidents. I'd be curious to know, right? So we did the episode, you know, city versus suburbs when it comes to parenting. Um, I'd be curious to know how many of my followers are in the city situation and how many aren't, whether it's suburbs or or more rural. Um, And to know who relates to this and who doesn't. Hmm. Yeah, we should go back to that episode where we did a whole, you know, we talked about it for. Well, I should take a poll. Okay, right. and what do you want to do with that poll? Where are you going to put it? Um, right up your ass, all right? Okay. <laughs> so here's one we've talked about before, nail clipping. Jay Helmstetler says, nail clipping is the worst. I watched them, sc- I watched them scream when mom did it, so now I'm not no. even going no. to try. So he no. just lets his wife no. handle no. it. I am with him. There's no, there's no nail clipping happening at our household. Do you ever file under their nails no. like, to get the dirt out? No. Have you ever seen my toddler every once in a while shows up with and he's like he's got like a coke nail? Yeah. But it's all his fingers. And I'm like, that's literally to me, that creeps me out. I'm like, this I find it disgusting. I, it really bothers me. Please let me clip your nails now. Yeah. And he doesn't want to, obviously, because he thinks it's gonna hurt. I'm like, it's not gonna hurt. These things yeah. grow when you're dead. They don't feel pain. No, it's uh luckily my twelve year old now is into manicures, so that takes care of that. Uh, my my wife sort of manages the nails on that end. I've, so, I've I've had to clip my son's fingernails, and that's been okay. His toenails are the oh weirdest God, the, the weirdest things I've ever seen. And <laughs> they're I'm like Guinness Book of World Records. They curl up. They're just they're just like weird and like I don't. They're con- the consistency. They're like brittle. I don't know consistency. What's, what's the uh... weird? They're like. They're so thin. I don't know what's going on with it. So I'm not going. I'm, not, yeah, I'm just going to let them figure it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll creep myself out. <laughs> so RIS underscore Noel says the same thing. I clipped their nails once and was like, nope, stressed me out. There's a meme going around that shows like the equivalent of clipping your kid's nails. It's like one panel is clipping your kid's nails. The other panel is like diffusing a bomb. You're just so scared. You're going to set them off or accidentally cut them. I mean, the baby nails. Oh my god! Yeah, the, yeah, when yeah, they're yeah. like infants, and you have to clip their nails because they're gonna. Or you can put this. the glove. We just what we did is we just sewed on like those mittens until they were eight, and then it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, and then like there's Edward like a big hands. Yeah, and then you know it's like you know how there's like baby gender reveal parties. You have big like mitten reveal parties, and then you you take off the mittens, and you're like, oh my god, your hands are so gross after all these years. It's really good. It's good. So this is a question for you because I don't have this problem. Not Paleo Pete, no relation, yeah. says he hates hair brushing. It's a fucking shit fight every night. Do you deal with that with no. daughters? No, I don't. Never. I've never. I mean, when I say never, I have brushed my daughter's hair, of course, but not to the extent where. First of all, they. I'll do. I'm three strokes in, and they're like, "Dad, give me the, give me that oh, thing." Oh, they take and, over. And you know. From from two, you know, from when the first time they could grab something out of my hand and then do it themselves. That's the effect I had on their on their heads. 
Um, but is it stressful? Is it like nail clipping? You're worried you're going to hurt them? Tug no. or get caught? No, no. I mean, I mean, like I said, I, I, have, I haven't really done it a ton, uh, enough to have it phased, but it wasn't a big deal. Like, well, Alicia, that I mean, you, you can't you, you can't have the kids wake up and then take a dry brush and then go at no, it. No, no, no. It's like after a bath. Yeah, you, you and usually it's fine. So Alicia, that Richie Martin says, my husband refuses to brush their hair after a bath, especially oh. the curly haired kid, even after the bath. Oh. So the, she says, especially the curly haired kid, which leads me to believe he had an incident or two where he's trying and it's just and it's just can't like get it yanked. Done. Yeah. Well, and guys listen. have a different relationship to hair brushing than, than women do. Right. We don't we're not as gifted. No, not gifted. unless you're like Fabio. He's gifted. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> he being married to Fabio? So I wish. Awesome. Please don't don't make me imagine it again. So meal stuff, again, feeding kids is a nightmare, but there are some specific uh, parts of it that are worse. So Sun Fun FEMA says meal prep, cutting up their food is so tedious. Okay. My toddler still like he doesn't want to eat the whole hot dog or even a whole pizza. Right. He wants us to cut it into pieces. And like you're all ready to eat and stuff. And you're like, God, I'm going to cut this kid's food and then he's going to refuse to eat it anyway. I hate that, and I think that really resonated with me. Um, somebody else said cutting the apples in um, proper sizes, <laughs> cutting the apple slices properly. We all know how particular kids can be about um, like cutting crusts off and all that right. kind of stuff. Reble- uh, Rebel Evans said cutting their apples into the correct sizes. So we have a core, like one of those things that you, you like, push it? down in the apple. Do you use it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think we lost it, but I yeah. grew up with one, so I'm used to using it. Although with some apples, it's just as easy to use a knife. Yeah. Um, but the core can be nice, and then you don't have to deal with the sizing. You just leave it as is, and you, just, okay. you get what you fucking get because we use the core. It's the 21st yeah. century. And but then you put the core like back on its sort of religious pedestal. Pedestal, yeah. Yes, exactly. exactly. There's a shrine to the core. Um, but it sounds to me like you don't have a problem with meal prep. No, I don't. I don't. That's not. That's not been a chore. I don't. I don't find that terribly taxing, compared to all the other things we've been talking about. What about refilling juice? Alchemist King says he hates, or she, I assume he, because King hates refilling juice, especially because they always ask as soon as I sit down. I, you know, so I. It doesn't have to be juice. I'll go along with this one. It's really about the inertia. It's overcoming that inertia, just so that that I felt that comment. You know, like when you sit down, you're like, okay. Everyone's got everything. I'm ready. And you're just ready to just let go and just in, consume yes. your own food. And just before you're about to do that, because you've the inertia has set in now and you're yes. about to sit down, someone's like, hey, can you get I'm up and get me? Pants. Yeah. Can you go up and get me uh, some juice? It's, it's okay. It's just right over there. It's yeah. about 10 steps over. You got to get up. You got to move yourself. It's you got to scooch back. Mm-hmm. You, there's all sorts of stuff. Oh, don't spill the thing because the table's full of possible you know things that could fall over and you got to navigate all that just as you sat down and just as you want to like that's what i wanted to dig in that's what i relate to half an acre says the same thing about having to get up and get snacks right when you sit down because they always want snacks and you're sitting down you're trying to watch the lost boys or a game or something okay and they ask for snacks yeah sure i think um it doesn't bother you as much we well what we've done is we've placed all of the kids food low enough 
They can so, get their own snacks. Yeah, but you don't like let that. Them I'm hungry. I go, at the snacks. No, but I I tell them what you know. I'm like, you can have a yogurt. Get it? Yeah. Uh, you can have a smoothie. You know, you can have. Okay, fine. If there's a little bit of meth left, you can have some of it. Just stop scratching your neck. So okay? you have you have stepped on the underscore Mrs. dot underscore Bramley says she hates opening snacks, which you seem to have found a way around. Um. Well, they'll bring them to me and all. Oh, they bring I'm them okay. To I'll oblige with a with what an about, opening. What um, about an opening? Putting a straw in like a Capri Sun or a juice box or whatever. I found it. What works really well is if you take it and you smash it on the ground. You go, God damn it! <laughs> Kids will never ask you. Ask for one again. Yeah. Uh, well, after yeah, you struggle for a while to what get the it in. Fuck! You just lose it at the Capri Sun. You stare at the Capri Sun. The Capri Sun has to be on the ground. Hopefully, it's burst, and you're just screaming at the ground. It's just a one and done. They'll never ask you for another Capri Sun again. Well, you know what? It's too late for me because I never did that, and I'm always having to stick that goddamn straw in, and I'm always so nervous. You know what, Mike? I'm trying to make experiences that my kids will remember. So, yeah. unfortunately, you can't go to Disney anymore. So, no, I'm making little memories. Little memories. So, speaking of memories, this is a question I had for you. A lot of people, K. Frell, um, a seller's marketplace, K.T. McCracken, four-fifths of a kayak, all complained about washing baby bottles and, like, um, breast pump oh stuff. Um, we oh did mostly, at least for the beginnings of the kids' lives, mostly breastfeeding. Um so there wasn't quite as much as like sterilizing bottles or something, I guess. I don't just maybe I just don't remember doing a lot of it. Um, but all those little pieces, there's ones that have like little funnels in them. Oh, no, no. Uh, I think I think you'll find that there's little sort of rubber yes. caps that that separate that can be washed individually. Oh, yes, I do remember. <laughs> By the way, I put that in a black box in the deep recesses of my mind. And thank you for bringing that up because all that was brought it back up. That was the worst. That was the worst. That was it. Talk about inertia. Imagine when you're like, okay, kids asleep. Oh, thank God. I just want to, oh, look, there's 25 bottles plus accessories that need to be like scrubbed down. <laughs> plus accessories, <laughs> yeah. That need to be fully like scrubbed down. Okay, well, let's let's get going on that then. Oh, a bunch of people yeah. complained about cleaning up um, after meals. Um, Crystal Brook with two zeros says cleaning up after they eat because kids are animals obviously yeah. um but a, but there's a handful of people that complained about cleaning up something a little bit differently um i don't even like talking about it gurnid genie g-e-n-e -E, says that her least favorite parenting task is cleaning up vomit 100 yeah. percent, she says yeah. obviously yeah. my kids a couple of times in the car it's been a, a vomit show that we've had yeah. to deal with that is not a lot of fun. In the car, you pull over to a rest stop. You don't have a lot of supplies with which to clean. Yeah. You're just terrified. It's the beginning of a road trip. You're terrified it's going to smell like puke the whole time, which I will just burn the car down. I'll just burn it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. deal with that. Yeah. No, that's uh, – th I mean, but that seems like – we, we actually covered that uh, in one of our episodes as an entire – The whole yeah, and that's, stuff, and yeah. that's where puke bowl came in, and that's why we have a puke bowl because I got tired of – You don't bring it on trips – no, but I'll fashion one. Because most of my puking happens in the car. I'm going to be oh, honest. Yours Kathy, or your kids? My kids. Kathy okay. Crook says that scrubbing vomit out of a car seat is yep. her least favorite thing, which car seats are tough to clean. Oh and if God. you happen to be on like a road trip, 
there's going to be like little puddles of that. If they puke in the car seat, you get it all off them. You change them. You think you've gotten everything. There's like little nooks and crannies <laughs> between the fabric and the plastic. There's some yeah. vomit. It's and the there. best is when you're like, oh, wait, there's a fold here. And it's just like, well, well here's, yeah. a, here's <laughs> exactly. like a quarter pound of just whatever it is. Ugh. So quarter speak, pounder, maybe. Speaking of car seats, four-fifths of a kayak says that cleaning up the car of all their crap and then cleaning the car seats from whether they puked or pooped or peed. Um, and I will say, I've had to clean the car because because to clean the car seat fabric, probably you need to like disconnect it all. And then maybe maybe you put like, it in the washing and dryer that's where you and then make... trying to reconnect it is an absolute nightmare. Do you know how many times I've done that? One time, once I did it one time, <laughs> and I just what I did is you know, the uh, Billy and Predator where he stands in the yeah. log and he just takes a knife. That's what I did with the car seat. I go, Never again. I just <laughs> took took one of the hooks that's cut me and I just crushed my chest. I go, Never again. If if this if I'm gonna die here, I'm gonna die yeah. on this car seat because I don't want to wash this MRF for another time ever. I, in my life. All I do is vacuum, never, never wash. If it bleeds, we can kill it. A little predator exactly. action. I appreciate the predator. deep cut from predator. Yeah. Um, but but vacuuming the car actually, I kind of I'm I kind of enjoy. Can I tell you why you enjoy that? Can I tell why? you why you enjoy that? Because why? you're in the fucking garage by yeah. yourself. And it's you know what that constant <laughs> loud sound where like you don't. Oh, have I've to got earpods in every time. I've got earpods in. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm listening to some tunes. I'm in I'm vacuuming the car. I gotta clean the car. Your wife's like, "Why is it taking so long, man?" There was a oh, underneath the fabric. It's taking a really long time. Are you sleeping in there? No, 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 no. <laughs> Just for a couple of days to make sure it's safe. But you're you're obviously going to the you're doing at the car like the 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 gas station right where you put your quarter in to get the big industrial car vac. No, you're not doing no. So I I have oh, done that, but um, you're missing out, man, because. Why why ruin your vacuum? Yeah. Okay. When you can just put this industrial oh, ass sucking hose. up his goldfish and straws. Exactly. You don't want that stuff in your you're just that disgusting like kids. I don't discriminate really what between you know, I don't care if my vacuum gets dirty. If it's okay. gonna damage the vacuum, that's one thing. But do you it like is, pretzel it is goldfish? Gonna, it is gonna damage your vacuum. That's do you the like problem. pretzel goldfish, Pete? Uh I don't know. No, it hasn't really registered. That's not something that resonates with me. I'm wow. sure it'd be great. Wrong. You're wrong yeah. again. You're wrong. All right. Again. So Care so Page 821 hates strapping them into their car seats. PJ T O P H U S S E Y. I didn't even know where to begin breaking that up. PJ Top Hussy <laughs> says getting a, a strong, thrashing, stubborn toddler into a car seat. Oh my I God. will agree with that. And I will also say Getting clothes on like a strong toddler or even like a, a surprisingly strong baby, you're so worried you're gonna like snap their yeah. limb that you kind of let them have control. It's really hard to get these kids dressed sometimes. Um, we, we didn't talk about uh, bath time specifically, but somebody brought well, up something. Hold on, before oh, we go to bath time, I just gotta say wintertime car seat action. I hate you. Oh, yeah. I hate you. Wintertime car yeah. seat action. I hate you. That's it. That's all I have to say to wintertime. As you're well, anything stuffing that involves... the kid into like a seven-point harness and like the last little point. I'm the kind of person where like if that last of the seven points doesn't click, I don't give a fucking shit because guess what? That kid's not going to go anywhere. And yes, I'm keeping my voice down because everyone's protection. sleeping. <laughs> no, everyone's going to edit sleeping. that out for your own protection. 
So anything that involves you having to loosen or tighten the car seat straps, I don't want no. any part of it. No, I'm out. I'm out. Like again, <laughs> like Billy, just like anything to do with it, just like if it's just not super straightforward, I'm out. So um, I wasn't going to get into bath time because what we have left is a, a handful of miscellaneous stuff. And a couple of people ran off a few things. But there's one thing coming up I want to I want to talk about really quickly. Um, so Kim.Guernsey, G-U-R-N-S-E-Y, she mentions nail clipping. She mentions hair brushing. She mentions opening the snack bags and the packages for them. And then she says, drying them off after a bath. And can I tell you how much I hate drying my toddler off? Because he's freaking out because it's cold, because he's wet. And I'm trying to dry him and he's freaking out because like the scrub because he won't dry his hair. His hair will never get dry if I don't do it. And he nice. doesn't like that sensation. And I'm trying to dry his limbs. And if you don't dry them enough, then you're when you're dressing them, the clothes get oh, stuck and his stick. arm is in the sleeve because oh. it's wet and sticky. I swear to God, I am just like, oh, it drives me insane. <laughs> yeah. And I was so gratified to see Kim Guernsey mention that specific tiny bit because drying them after the bath is the worst. I hate it. You know, it's a little known fact that, I mean, most people think that the Hulk became the Hulk due to gamma radiation. It actually <laughs> happened when he was trying to get his toddler's arm, who said his arm was dry, but it wasn't dry. And after 15 minutes of the toddler then whining about it, Hulk just immediately appeared and became an international superstar. That's so, a good point. That's a good yeah. point. Um, Hope, Love, and Cato. Is that what it is? The Cato diet? Is Keto? it Keto? 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 We've had this conversation before. She says brushing teeth, bedtime routine, buffing in the car seat, and then cleaning up crumbs, which I can't even argue is a, is a small task because it's just... It's constant. It's constant. Yeah. Yes. They're everywhere. We are, are, we are very crumb aware in our household. Very crumb aware. You're crumb woke. Every, we are so crumb woke. If... If there is a kid, in fact, now I've got it so that the kids are like ratting on each other. Oh, he's got eat over the sink. Eat, hey, you can't oh, eat those rat. crackers. You, you, can't eat those, you can't eat those crackers like that over the couch. You got to eat over the sink. And here's what I do. I don't do that. Just do this. A little nod. A little approving <laughs> nod to, to the one who ratted like him out. Like Pat Morita at the end of Karate Kid. You know what I mean? Just a little like, proud well, you know what? Maybe. Maybe you'll make it. <laughs> maybe you'll be the one you know what i mean yeah so um nemo phyllis one nine which i think is a play on philistine nemo philistine hates changing crib sheets so the thing i hate about that is like maybe the kid pees in the middle of the night or maybe there's some throw up so when when our kid still slept in his crib which is kind of a day bed but he's not really in it anymore now there's the there's the little crib sheet that goes over a little crib mattress but a lot of times in between the sheet and the mattress is like a um like a waterproof casing yeah. or some kind of protective thing. And that is the thing that is the worst for me because we have other sheets, but we don't have any other of those casings. So if something happens in that, guess what? Casing's not going back on. I'm switching everything else out. He's not getting the casing. Yep. No more casing. It. And no you know what? Casing. Listen, how else are bed bugs going to infiltrate your house? Oh, please. So um, the... The crib sheet, I'm gonna say, I'm um, that doesn't really bother me. It doesn't bother it, you. You know what? You're because a zen it's small. kind of guy, though. No, yeah, I'm super zen because it's super <laughs> small and it's manageable. But let me tell you a little story about a bunk bed oh, for wow. a twin size bunk bed and the top one. Yeah. Now, you change that sheet 
and you'll you, you'll understand how the Hulk really became the Hulk because <laughs> you the, amount, the amount of of anger that goes into just first of all you're already at the ceiling level. There's no standing up. There's no leverage you're right. gonna get to be able to put the sheet on the other end. Um, you can't find purchase. I can't. I don't. Yeah. So I my can't son, find SUNY purchase. Detective Month doesn't have a bunk bed, but he has a loft, and it's not as high up as like the ceiling, but it's high enough up that it's really just never been changed. <laughs> it's not, not doing it it's yeah. a pain i can't get reach over it it's too tall for me to do without like a stool but it's not too tall that i can't just barely do it like that but yeah. it hurts my arm and you know what hurt. who's got a stool around here Jeez, what are you the queen of england give me a break <laughs> um, oh i so could speak. change it if i had a stool but yeah come on i can't afford a stool a break. during the quarantine oh my god carrie pennies carrie penny says she hates bedtime stories Good call. Yeah, I do. I find it wholesome and enjoyable. Shut up, Pete. No, I don't find it wholesome and enjoyable. I do find I ask for the shortest story. I every night I pages. I put my son to bed. Well, no, no. There's no possible way I could get a lot get away with it. Oh, he catches you. Oh, I mean, he has busted me so not so many times but enough times where he'll triple check a page he'll like get to his like little fingers will be rubbing yeah. like the page yeah 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 and i'm like okay buddy look it says five and this is six okay okay fbi agent muller um it's and funny so to mention, my toddler has started to notice as well it gets harder to do and then if you if you if you blow it then you spend twice as long on that page instead of cutting it short well, the, so then what I tell him is it's now just size. I'm like, okay, you got to you gotta pick the smallest, shortest book. He's like, no. I'm like, you know what? Otherwise, I'm not going to read you a book. Because I'm just, I first of all, we're letting, we're letting him stay up more, longer now. Yeah. And he's getting a little bit more screen time and stuff. And, you know, if you're putting the bed at like 8.30, which is kind of late, uh, normally we get him to bed probably like 7.30. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, 8.30, you're starting to get into like other kids need to get to bed. And, and it's just, there's a lot. And so he's like, oh, I need a book. I'm like, all right, get a book that's like the color one. He's like, I, I, you know, I want a story arc. I'm like, look, red, red circle. <laughs> I need some green, character development. Green triangle. Come on, man. This is a classic. This is a classic. Um, uh, I usually just say, no, it's too, you, you guys screwed up bedtime. Not tonight. Maybe or tomorrow we'll read one. And then it goes on for weeks and weeks. It's been a, yeah, long, they, time. They it's been a long time since I read him a bedtime story. Let's be honest. Um, so a couple of other ones people people mentioned. TK6927 says changing batteries for an annoying ass toy. You just don't do it. Sorry, uh, they don't make these batteries for this toy anymore. Wait, so can I just I'm gonna batteries uh, that you need to unscrew the back. Little off. pro tip. Do you know that the best purchase I've ever made, and this was not for this purpose, was a set of um eye it's not like eyeglass screwdriver, yeah, it's like the mean. very Tiny, thin ones. Yeah. It's more for like computer, like it's the ones where they're they're really thin. I got a set for something. I think uh, someone had locked a door and I needed the Jimmy at open or whatever. But um, I use those things all the time for exactly this purpose, for all those tiny little, like, that little screw that you have to unscrew to put the batteries in. I'm always like, it's so stupid. But you know what? I'm prepared. I don't have to break out the big, big ass, like, screwdriver. doesn't really fit. Anyway, that's that's really changed my life because we've – what I've found is – now I can put batteries in the remote control car that they got, like that they screamed about for four mm-hmm. years, and we got them. And I put batteries in, and now it's like there's another couple hours I got. 
they're just playing with that <laughs> two hours because they're going to go off and play with that. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll you know, like to me, them. it's not worth it. If I got to unscrew a door, guess what? The thing's going in the trash. Yeah. Um. All right. What else oh wait, there's got? there's here's one there's one here about uh, putting socks. Uh, so dark crystal one twenty two socks on. I did want to mention that. On. Yeah. So my kids suffer unfortunately from a, a syndrome that's affected them for their entire lives, which is. Uh, no sockitis or no sock syndrome, which Flip is flops. they simply are in unable to put socks on. So they'll get fully dressed and I'll be like, hey, are your socks on? And their whole day will be spent without their socks. And they'll oh, they'll have them, bun, you know, they'll, they'll be bundled together and they'll carry them around with them. Let's say the, the day starts at like 738. We're talking like two they or three walk around with them. They just won't put them on. Yeah. That's right, because this Strange. this uh, this illness, uh, no sockitis has is is really devastating, and there's a lot of kids suffer from it. And I've been talking to my kids about it, and there's really not much we can do. So my so. kids usually just can't find socks; they don't walk around with them. And then I do have to usually put them on. But as I've gotten to the point where, like, if we're leaving, I used to be like, "Do you have your socks and shoes on?" But now I'll just go look at their feet. And I always know <laughs> yeah, they're no, bare feet they're just, yeah. all the time. They're always bare feet. So Katie Ellen 321 said that too, putting socks on, which is hard. Like my toddler thinks it's playtime. And he's like twisting around and stuff. And I'm like, God, dude, <laughs> I got to get these socks on. So we get the shoes on. We can leave. This is taking forever. God. So this is what another one I wanted to call out. So somebody said, Mrs. in the Rocky said, wiping runny booger noses, which is definitely gross. It's kind of a, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say it's a seasonal thing, but really it's just like a toddler thing. Their yeah. noses are always running. But here's a definite seasonal thing. Just Justine Miller, uh, 90, said putting their sunscreen on. Oh, my God. I don't even like putting sunscreen on myself, and I will burn <laughs> to a crisp. Putting it on your kids, especially like a little toddler when their skin is still fair. Yeah. Oh my God! It is the absolute worst. The only saving grace—they're not hairy. Makes it easier. Ah, okay. Right. I see where you're going with this. Right. Okay. One of the worst things is like if you're putting sunscreen on your own legs, you get a little sasquatchy. Yeah. Oh, it's just gross. The sand the gets in it. It is so gross. Yes. So this is something we haven't gotten into yet, but Cotton Farmer AZ, one of our newest patrons, says that he hates driving his teen stupid places to hang out with his friends. So I'm not into the chauffeur portion of my life. And since we live in the city, it might be a little bit different. But I have to imagine, like, whenever your kid needs to go somewhere, like when they have their own social life, having to bring them somewhere, and then you're not even going, you're just going home, and then later you got to go get them again. Uh. I can only imagine the going to get them. See, it's the one thing to drive them there. Okay, fine. You're gonna go out. You're gonna hang out with your friends. Fine, but to then be like, oh shit, it's like ten thirty. I gotta go get my kid. Oh my god! Uh, it's that inertia. It's like ten thirty. You're a wind down. You beers yes. in. You're like, you're 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 done. You're in the hangar, and then you gotta come out. You gotta go back up in the air. Ah, uh, with these unbelievable passengers. Like think about this coming to pass soon. My God. I mean, you do that. You can't even relax all night because you know you got to go get your kid. Damn it. It's a nightmare. Dad, can I sleep over? Yes. Just stay. I'm not coming to get you. I'll get you <laughs> in the morning. So here's another one I wanted to bring up. KSMWVU said swing pushing because it's endless and usually takes a bribe to get them off. Oh, my God. My toddler could sit on a swing forever. And he gets to the point where, like, he'll order me around, push from the back, push from the front. And if I'm like, sometimes... 
I would be working and like working from home, but I'll take the kid to the playground. I'll be looking at my phone and start screaming at me if I'm looking at my phone while I'm pushing them. Right. What am I supposed to do? This isn't fun for me. Just do yeah, this yeah. over and over and you're kicking me occasionally. Oh, thanks. You know Nothing what? To say? Nothing to well, say. No, here's the thing. Honestly, what? Well, this, this is enough. I'm, uh, this is too much. I'm, <laughs> I'm loaded up. I can't. I'm filled <laughs> to the brim with some sort of Hulk-like rage at, at just everything that we're talking about. I can't do it anymore. It will I, never I, end. Uh, Ash at the beach said putting on shoes or a coat. <laughs> he said really tiny things that are at really beach? hard to do. Did you say at the beach? No, her name is Ash at the beach. Oh, Not oh, even oh, at oh. the beach, just every day. Putting, I was going to say, putting shoes. shoes on at the beach is probably, is a confluence of just the worst things ever. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> After the sunscreen? Oh, my God. That's just the wor absolute worst. So Miss Lisi says, breastfeeding at 3 a.m. while my husband is passed out. Well, yep. Well, I usually took the middle of the night one myself. What do you, know you know why? I'm a good guy. You know, Mike, you are. That's why you've got such an amazing empire that you've built based on just sheer rage and anger. <laughs> oh, you're breaking it out early. Okay. <laughs> as good as I got. Oh, sounded God. as good as it gets. My God. It I hope was awful, that but I did that it. did that signify the end of this? It did. That's what we're gonna okay. do from now on. I'm gonna okay. play Heart and Soul at the end of the uh, the podcast. Is that what it's called, Heart and Soul? That song is called Heart by, and Soul. Yeah. By Tapau. No, I think it's by. Um, I, I think it was by DeBarge. Okay. All right. You don't even know who DeBarge is. It's by Lisa Lisa and Colt Jam. Okay, I, I hear words come in. It's like cameo. Understand what you're talking about. Okay. It's by SWV, actually. Um, all right. Should we go? We got we got some comments. Um, do we get everything? Are we good? I think we got everything. I mean, yeah, look, yeah. we're never yeah, going to yeah. run out of things to complain about. So we'll circle back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely get back. Um, <clears throat> should we go? We got a couple comments on the on last. The getting kids of... to help on the, the yeah. chores situation. Yeah, we got Heather Smith wrote a amazing heather piece. smith heather from the dmv which again is not the department of motor vehicles it's the delaware maryland virginia triangle or the sorry the district of columbia maryland virginia little pocket there although she, uh, that that handle dmv you got to really you got to really know what you're doing to give yourself that dmv um to that moniker call herself right? that yeah, yeah well, from I, the I feel DMV. like it's a newish thing that i've been hearing the past few years maybe not new to the people in that region um, but only fairly recently have I heard the DMV as kind of a nickname for that area. They needed yeah. something, I guess. I just, they got to work on a better. I like it when they called that area the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Drain that shit. Yeah. Um, so she says she has a six year old who's almost seven and a daughter. But, so this was her comment on getting this kids. Her comment on the chores episode. Yes. Yeah, she has a six year old daughter and a 12 year old, um, who's almost 13 daughter. The six year old wants to help with anything and everything she possibly can. She only prays this continues. She prays. She can only pray this continues to the age of 18 and she's away at college. Yeah, right. My 12 year old doesn't want to do shit. She does what her chores are, which clean the kitchen every night, keep the room clean, do your laundry, clean the kitchen every night. That's a pretty good one. Do your laundry, but she never goes the extra mile. However, I asked her to clean their bathroom because the girls share one and she asked, do I get paid to clean the bathroom? 
I didn't think about paying her, but as I physically cannot get the tubs clean and lower and the lower tile clean on the wall, I said, sure, 20 bucks if you do it well. I had to be not so picky <laughs> with those standards, but she did it with no issues, $20 in hand. I would say that giving her $20 is an issue. That's a lot. 20 bucks? I mean, <clears throat> unless she's cleaning it. Can she is this prorated or what? Are we doing is this like twenty bucks for four cleanings or what are we well, doing? This is here? what I'm saying. Is it like she is a one off deal, you just gave her twenty bucks for the bathroom and now she thinks she can do it every week for twenty bucks? Yeah. Or that's, is it that's like a little once steep. every two months she does it? Because that's fine. Yeah, that's that's a little steep. But uh, it's a good it's not a bad idea. I mean that's that's the way to do it. You gotta you gotta find that we talked about that pressure point that we gotta figure out yeah. whether 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 your kid is into TV, you know, screen time or money or whatever, just find that little or thing. Bondage. Sure. I mean, pressure point. We don't know. Make it literal. So yeah. she also had some praise for some of the ideas people gave us on that episode. One of the ones that, that I liked, she mentioned, she says, splitting the money into their hand, half goes in their hand, half goes into their savings is a genius idea. She said in the last six months, she just began asking, they just began asking for money for chores. Her husband and her, her, she and her husband are going to discuss the realistic chores for the kid to get done. And that's a big thing, making them realistic without making them too minor. Because you've right. got to teach them to actually do something for real. Like we have my nine-year-old dust. Dusting isn't a thing. No. It's a scam. Yeah, yeah. Um, she says they also don't want her to interfere, like have her to have her to do the chores at like 10 at night because she has schoolwork right. and then right. extracurricular stuff. Um, but she did get rewarded for good grades. This is her, the mom saying this when she was a kid. 50 right. bucks for straight A's. There you go. All right. That's not bad. $200 every nine months for being a brainiac. Have you guys discussed being paid for grades yet? My kids aren't quite old enough. It's not until middle school. I don't think I would do that. Yeah, no, we're not going to pay for grades. I think we're going to just, uh, we're not going the, what is it, Laurie Lawton route? No, Laughlin. Yeah. Laughlin. She's Laughlin. from Rad, which is a favorite of the Danbury yeah, podcast. Yeah. But sliding. All right. Well, now these are these are great ideas. I think we need to internalize them. I'm going to leave on that on the on the happy note of of kids scrubbing the bathroom and doing thine bidding. That's uh, I feel like to, our kids should be paying us. This uh, is my problem with this whole concept. You know what? Well, they 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 they're the ones that choose our nursing home. You know what I mean? So we got to oh, be nice. Jeez. We got to be nice to them. It's a good point. All right, my man. I think we got it. It was nice talking to you, Pete. It was Once good talking week, with you. We get, to, we get to see each other's faces and be friends again us. during this Look quarantine. Look at us. Bringing us together closer than ever. All right. Well, we thank you and thanks for listening. And we will catch you. Yeah, go well, go subscribe and give us some reviews. And um, we'll catch, we'll catch you on the flip-flop. All right. All see right. You. Bye.